What's going on, everybody? Bienvenidos to another episode of Mia. Today is going to be a little bit crazy with myself and the ladies, Abby Knights and Lorna Lips. Hey, guys, Lorna Lips here. Hi, my name is Ariel Yavin. And today we're going to be talking about, well, the episode is titled Silencio en Vivo, which also means live in silence for those of you that may not understand the Spanish portion of it. Um, but it's all about women having a muted voice in a major part of today's culture. And I think it's just the way that society has kind of set things up. So how do you ladies feel about women having a seat at the table, but having no opinion? It's still like you're there but you're not because you're not really allowed to speak. I think it's ridiculous. You know, um, I think we're living in a time which is 2021. There should not be a reason why women can't have a voice. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's absolutely absurd. We are, you know, we are intelligent. We're opinionated. Speaking for myself, I, I'm very opinionated. You know, I, I have a very good work ethic. I bring a lot to the table, so I don't see why I need to just sit at the table and not have a voice. It doesn't make any sense to me. What about you, Ariel? What do you think? Have you had any experience with this? Oh, definitely. Um, I've been just working in the entertainment industry, and I also work in business. And um, even my family experiences, because like, we're all petite females, so a lot of times people aren't treated like we're a little kid or something or they assume that we're stupid or just inexperienced. And I'm very business savvy. I know that um, I, I, can, I, can, I can see an idea and I, my head immediately starts spinning. I, I know what would, work, what would work great for whatever we're trying to like think up for it, whether it's a project or a filming idea or anything like that. But I feel like a lot of times, it's not like my voice just doesn't want to be heard. It's like when I speak, sometimes people just don't listen. Or they treat it like as like it's just illegitimate. They're like, eh. like yeah, she's talking, but we're not gonna like, pay any attention to it, you know. Mm -hmm. So with my job, I have um, actually my, my boss is a girl, so it's amazing having a female boss because I'm like she just immediately gets just gets me. She listens to my ideas. She respects them. Um, in our team, we have our brand manager is a girl as well, and in my team, we're actually called the Power Puffs, which is amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so it's definitely it's definitely uplifting to be working with a bunch of women. Even like for my first job I ever had when I was 19, I worked at Hooters and it was fun working with a bunch of different girls. Like that was really fun. I wish but, I could say um, that that's a norm for me too. That sounds really cool. <laughs> it, it's it's fun and it creates it creates like a great environment. Um, and then when girls are also confident in themselves and everything and that their own things going on, like there's no cattiness in it. People just like they just like working together, and it's just like an atmosphere, you know. But mm. yeah, like the biggest issue I see is just like you can say something, and it's just like people do not hear or respect you for it. Like they, they like like a lot of times I meet men that have a giant ego where they assume that everything they think of is just genius, perfect, everything. Like and like they and they just don't want to listen to anything that you have to say. Yeah. So that's like the biggest frustration I see. Um, yeah. it, it gets old, you know, quick too. I've been in a lot of those rooms myself and, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a thing. I think at least for me, um, but I'm not going to lie. I make it a point to command attention some way, somehow. Cause you go listen to me. Okay. But, um, 
it's a real thing in this world. But they are saying that women in power can definitely help change the world because we are we have the ability to multitask and we do have a voice and we do have skills that are a little bit different than what men have. But I think the way that society and culturally things were set up back in, you know, a more traditional society, um, women's opinions weren't respected the same way. And a lot of people don't realize how powerful words really are when you're in a room full of people and you're trying to express yourself and like ariel was saying it's like the words are coming out but they're kind of falling on deaf ears because literally nobody wants to hear what you have to say so we've got a little video that we would like for you guys to check out and um i think hearing these women is going to be largely impactful to what so many of us deal with on a regular basis in today's society. So check it out. Don't be so bossy. Your dad will have to chase the boys away when you're older. You look so pretty. He picks on you because he likes you. You need to wax your eyebrows. Don't wear that to school, you're gonna distract the boys. Oh, you like video games? The boys must love that. Don't be a slut. No guy wants to have sex with a virgin. How much did you have to drink that night? Well, what were you wearing that night? Why are you getting so emotional? Stop being such an attention whore. Don't be so bitchy. Stop being so dramatic. It must be that time of the month. You'd be really pretty if you just made an effort. You'd be much prettier if you smiled. You're so exotic. Where are you from? Nice rack. I was just trying to give you a compliment. You don't want to go out with me? You're ugly anyway. Is that all you're going to eat? You eat a lot for a girl. You drink whiskey? You like football? Your drive is kind of intimidating. What war on reproductive rights? Can women have it all? Are you like a feminist? Oh, you travel alone? Is that like an eat, pray, love thing? Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. You don't want kids? Aren't you worried you won't be fulfilled? Your biological clock is ticking. You're not taking your husband's last name? You don't even look like you had a baby. Are you planning on working after the baby's born? You'd be so bored at home. You're going to let someone else raise your kids when you go back to work? Does your husband mind that you make more money than him? Your husband cooks dinner? You really have him well trained. You're dating a younger man? You're such a cougar. He traded her in for a younger model. You should feel grateful you were catcalled. Do you feel fulfilled that you were just a stay-at-home mom? Isn't that outfit a little young for you? You still wear makeup. How adorable. You must have been beautiful when you were younger. Man, that last statement, I can relate to too much of that, which is actually kind of scary. What'd you ladies think? Yeah, so can I. Powerful video. So can I. Yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, a lot of the times people, especially the older generation, they were told all those things when they were mother probably told me like half of the things in that video um and it's because that's what was taught to her and so she teaches it to me or like she you know has a very strong opinion about it and she feels that it's right so for the part that said you're gonna have someone else raise your child when you go back to work let me tell you i have a three-year-old i worked all throughout my pregnancy i gave birth a, a week after a huge campaign with Target. Um, I was literally on set and I was 10 months pregnant and I shot for Target, did a huge campaign. The very next week I gave birth, my client called me the very next day and said, hey, can you come back to work? Not knowing that I just gave birth. Then 
I decided to go back to work when my son was three months old. So I found an amazing nanny and she helped me raise my son. So yes, I did go back to work when my son was three months old and I was breastfeeding on set. Um, they gave, you know, pretty much all my clients have nursing rooms now because it's uh, required by the law. And so I would pump on set and I would like have milk stored in my house for my son so the nanny could feed him. My son is three years old now, almost three and a half in December, and he's absolutely proud of his mother. There's, there's not one ounce of me that feels regretful to go back to work. My mother was the one that told me that I should not be going back to work until he turned three. I can't even imagine myself being a stay-at-home mom until for three years. Like, I love to yeah. work. I love to do what I do for a living. And my son is so proud of me. So, yeah, you know, a lot of the, the things said in the video definitely resonate with me, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, that video for everybody that was watching was courtesy of Huff Post. Um, we love seeing the light that they're shining on women. Ariel, what do you think about the situation that we find ourselves in where this whole Me Too movement is so largely publicized, but yet still women don't have a real platform to be heard if we're being completely honest? What are your thoughts on that? Because I'm sure, like you were saying before, you know, you feel like in a lot of situations, you don't always get heard the way that you wish you would be. So considering everything those women were saying in the video, which I think all of us have heard, like, especially lately, everybody is on me about my biological clock. Abs, you're getting old. Aren't you gonna have kids? Oh my God, are you still single? You are you working time, so much but do you have a life and i mean it's like the list is endless and it gets really frustrating after a while because i'm like listen when i have kids if i have kids hopefully i do it's gonna be on my time not on yours exactly. you don't need to be telling me i'm old or any of those other things they were saying it's like oh that's all you ate oh my god you're gonna eat all that like i feel like we just can't win so what's your opinion on this because i know you have a lot to say on this topic too ariel um, I think just in my experiences, I mostly noticed that I would just really sexualize at a young age. So, like, it's like things that random guys would say to me. Like, I'd be in a grocery store, and I remember I was, like, 15 or 16, and this old man walked up to me, ironically, in the candy aisle. And he was like, oh, what's your name? Are you married? I'm like, I'm obviously a child. You know? I told him, I was like, I'm a minor. Like, in the way that I was like, you need to back yourself up. You know? Um, you know, I was just like hearing things like, "Oh, wow, you're gonna, you're gonna be a little heartbreaker," or like so just like saying weird things. Just like there's like things inappropriate. To add, they were just they were, yeah, there's just things that are just like really inappropriate, and it's like, um, and I, I, I mean, I didn't experience it tons, but like, I mean, a lot of it was just like, um, you know, it, I mean, a lot of it I just don't pay attention to because I'm so used to it, especially because of social media. Like, I'll get random DMs from guys that I don't even know, and then they'll be like, oh, well, you're ugly anyway. Or, like, I'll see DMs from earlier, and they'll be giving me compliments, and then I don't respond. And mm -hmm. they're just like, oh, just, like, bitch. Like, they'll start cussing me out. <laughs> That's so <laughs> or, like, weird. I'll see some people, like, give me compliments. Yeah, like, like they'll be like, they get hurt. DMing me, saying <laughs> stuff, and then I go on a live. And then Men are so sensitive. Just, like, some crazy stuff. So it's just weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how so many people are just, like met so mentally off, mm -hmm. but I'm just like, it's mm -hmm. literally insane. And like with the Me Too movement, um, 
I do feel like nowadays it's a lot easier for women to be heard, and I haven't experienced anything weird or pervy in the acting industry because a lot of people ask me about that. And I'm like, I've never experienced anything weird, but I always had a good team. I always had my mom with me. Um, mm. And I just always followed God. And so I was never like put in any kind of situations where he just wasn't there, you know? Right. And um, so that's, that's another thing. Um, one thing to talk about too is just like, the Me Too movement can be tricky. It's like, like with Johnny Depp, for example, he was blacklisted because of Amber Heard, but then everything came out came out saying how she actually lied about everything. Yeah, and it can and get like, very. And I feel like the percentage of women that lie make it really difficult for the people that really need that situation to work in their favor, yeah. where they can actually be heard about real circumstances. I think that. There's also a lot of backlash from society when women are very stern and speak up about their beliefs, regardless of what the situation is, whether it has to do with, like you were saying, the, the Me Too movement or any new organizations that are coming up or being passionate just about generalized causes in today's society, in today's world, whether it's kids or women's sexuality. I mean, we can talk about women expressing themselves sexually all day, every day, because you're too sexy. You're not sexy enough. You're too big. You're too small. You look like this. You don't look like that. Your waist should be smaller. Maybe you should dress like this. That dress is too tight. I mean, I feel like it gets so overwhelming when you think about it, right? To sit there and say, oh, well, how do I dress? Because if I dress like this, they're going to think I'm like this. But if I dress too conservative, then they're going to think I'm uptight. So it's kind of like there's no winning. My general rule of thumb at this point in my life is I just do whatever feels good for me. If this is what I want to wear, this is what I'm going to wear. And you're just going to have to deal with it. But for other people that maybe don't necessarily feel the same way and they want to or they're more self-conscious because of how society is, I think that it can be really damaging because because you start to question um, some of your value, your self-worth, how you're perceived, the way that you present yourself. And I just think that I wish that people were more more open-minded and less judgmental because how you dress, and I mean, there's levels to it, right? Because I know like everybody was talking about Lizzo when she showed up to the basketball game with both cheeks, cheeks all the way out, okay? She was just out there for the world. But that's how she felt comfortable. So I'm like, do you, boo-boo, live your best life, YOLO, more power to you, you know, round of applause, like, do your thing. Um, But I think that it's really hard to find that balance of being in the middle so that you can fit in in both spaces, which is crazy. Like, I don't want to fit in a box. I want to be able to stretch my arms outside the lines. Maybe tomorrow I want to be a circle and maybe the next day I want to be a star and then maybe I want to be a square again. So I think that it just becomes really, really tricky because when women do speak up, I feel like there is a lot of backlash, especially with the internet trolls on social media. Um, What advice would you ladies give to women that are... um, Let's say, Lorna Litz, what advice would you give for women that are worried about speaking their truth because of backlash? And Ariel, what advice would you give women that are insecure about how they present themselves in today's world? Yeah. Well, you know, the advice I could give to women or, you know, I would have to say young girls because 
women, in, in my opinion, when you say women, I'm thinking women that are like over 25 years old and that have probably experienced sexual abuse or have experienced some type of uncomfortability and didn't even realize that they were going through it. Now for the younger generation, um, I could say that it's, it's important to speak up right away because it's something that we are living in a time right now where it's okay to express what you feel that you went through. And I say this because when I was younger, I've been modeling since I was 12 years old. I didn't even know half the time that I was in a situation that I should have not been in, you mm know? And um, it wasn't until later on in life that when I would share the story with friends, they're like, girl, like, that's not right. That's not how a photographer should be talking to you. And you shouldn't be feeling that type of way, you know? So I didn't yeah. know. And half of the time, half of the time, you don't know what's happening because it happens and you're not expecting it. And it's probably someone that you trust or someone that you look up to or you admire or someone that's cutting your check and you just don't know how to react to it. You don't know it's even happening to you. Um, so I'm happy that we, you know, that, that we have this safe space now, the Me Too movement to speak up. You know, it's not right for the ones that are lying about it because the ones that really are going through it feel that maybe they're gonna be looked at as if they're lying. But if mm -hmm. you are going through something or you did go through something, speak up, do not, do not stay silent. This, you know, we, we are at a time right now where you don't have to stay silent. You don't have to live with that. You, you know, you don't have to live with that and remember that and feel that you can't share it. Right. It's important to speak up. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ariel? What advice would you give? Yeah. Um, my advice I would give to girls is just, um, in general, just like stay off of social media more. Like I feel like most confidence and everything just comes from Amen. just working on yourself. Like for for me, most of my confidence comes from my intellect. Like I like like. Being pretty or trying to have like a certain kind of image honestly doesn't mean anything in the end. It's like like what I'm concerned about and like what am I gonna be doing when I'm fifty? You know, like what kind of life am I gonna have like thirty years from now? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and I, I I want to have a certain kind of life for my future, for my family, for my future children. I want to do things right by God, and I just like there's so many things that don't really matter at the end and like one of my biggest advice to people especially in high school i'm like most of these people in high school do not matter later on i only talk to a couple people and that's only sometimes you know like what seems like it is your whole world in a few years from now you could have a completely different circle you know mm -hmm. and it's like yeah. if, if someone's around you that's making you feel horrible or they're just like toxic and they just and just mentally they just cont continuously just bring you down it's like just, just work on trying to get yourself out, out of that situation. You know, stop putting yourself to other people. Don't you don't feel like you have to fill in a certain bubble. Just do what's happy for you and what feels natural and what feels right. I love you know, that. If you want to feel, if you want to feel, do anything that is healthy for you. And um, I think, just, I mean, I'm a person. I like to plan things out. So like, I, mm -hmm. I want to work on my future and like things I have. Yeah. I like that. That's great advice. Yeah. 
Um, I think that in today's society, at the end of the day, it all comes down to confidence and knowing and understanding yourself uh, from the inside out, first and foremost, you have to learn to love you. And then it makes it a lot easier to deal with everything on the outside world because for a long time it affected me too. And, uh, you know, you, you just grow through it. And that's the best way I can really describe it. You have to grow through whatever struggles you're having. I was bullied. I've been through a lot in my life. And those things, they follow you into your adulthood. You know, there's still certain things where people be like, oh, you look so great. And I'm like, Ugh. I look in the mirror and I don't see what other people see. So I think it's very important that as individuals, and especially as women, that we start to create a safer space within each other that feels less judgmental, less competitive, and a lot more supportive because I feel like that is really, really, really lacking in today's world. Um, before we head out, because we're kind of coming towards the end of this episode, I did want to ask you ladies what you think, because it's been heavy on my mind lately. Why do you feel like women in power have such a struggle when it comes to earning the respect of their peers the same way that a man at the same stature would be considered why 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 is it so intimidating do you think when a woman gets into a position like that do you think it's envy do you think they feel threatened what um what are your thoughts because i just i've never understood it i have had a group of almost 18 men try to lie true story and get me fired from one of my jobs they all came together and came up with this crazy lie told both of my bosses I had a massive sit down and I could not believe what was being said about me. It was the craziest thing ever. And uh, then they went and lied and said that I reported somebody for sexual harassment that I never did. This man, grown man, has kids, broke down in tears on the job. Like... This is crazy, people. This man has has children. I never reported him. Was he doing some stuff that was making me uncomfortable? Yes. But I addressed it with him and that was it. And that it was all good. But they all came together. They said, I never worked. I don't do this. I don't do that anyway. The lies were crazy. And then they went as far as to tell one of my bosses, if you hire her, I will not work for you. And so my bosses came and were like, Abby, like we love having you, but we don't know what to do because these people said that they won't work for us and we need a whole crew. We can't just have you. And these people, when they would technically work, it's, it's kind of like under me, so to speak, because they had put me in a kind of like a supervisor sort of position. Um, I would tell them to go in their cars and take a nap. And I'd be like, I'll hit you up when I need you to come back in here. These are the same people saying that I'm such a horrible worker that they did not want to work with me. And I just that thought it was crazy. so mind blowing because I was so kind. I would send them home early so they could go be with their families. I would work extra yeah. hours while they were home enjoying their family time and living their best life. And I'd be sitting there doing the job. And I've never understood where this stigma and stereotype comes from. So before we head out, what do you ladies think about this? Because it just irks me so bad. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I can say that I could totally relate to what you just said. Um, and I feel like it's because they don't know where to put us, Abby. They don't know what box to put us in, what category, you know, what 
what category we're in because we are outspoken, we are strong will, we have mm -hmm. a good work ethic, you know, you know, we have an opinion. And I feel like it, it, it can be intimidating for people, you know, especially men when a woman has a lot to say, when she has a lot to bring to the table. They don't know what box to put us in, but we're not meant to be in a box. We're meant to, you know, we're meant to stand out. Um, and, you know, Amen. I just feel like, yeah, you know, I just feel like it has a lot to do with them. It has a lot to do with like how they perceive themselves. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with us, Abby. I don't think it has anything to do with, you know, how we perform. I think I think we're doing a great job. It's reflected on them. It's mm -hmm. it's what is it's their insecurities. It's what is what they need to fix in themselves. That's what I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on this, Ariel? Anything you'd like to add? Um I think that, especially with working with men, sometimes it can just feel intimidated really easily. Like, I go on dating guys that they feel intimidated. Um, guys can get jealous, so they feel like if they see your potential and they realize how far you can go um, in the industry or just in the workforce in general. Um, a lot of people don't want you to have an opinion because they want to reduce you to an object. They want you, they don't want you to be like a thinking, breathing human being mm. that has opinions <laughs> and is smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, that bothers them too much, you know? So, I mean, my thinking, mind, breathing, I'm smart like, human being. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> throw it all I'm away. Like, I'm like, yeah, because when, when they find out you're not a robot or something, I'm like, they get they get pissed. But my advice is to just continue doing you, continue working on, you know, just just continue your workflow. Don't let anything slow you down because that's exactly what they want to do. So, mm -hmm. and you know what, your work will speak for itself. I've had it where people have come back to me a while later apologizing because you know people lied or whatever and i'm like mm, sorry i'm already above that now yeah and they know they can't do anything about it so you know what continue doing you continue having a good positive mindset and then everything always sorts itself out so there's nothing to stress over you know it's like well that's that then i love that and if you're ever having down days all you got to do is cue up the best song to really put you in that state of mind and just be like, I'm living my best life and just walk away. That's it. So to yeah. all the ladies out there that are doing their thing, living their best life in the best light. So life and light all in one time. We're sending you nothing but love. Big kudos to you. And we all have down days. But we just want you to know you're not alone in this. We got you. We all go through it. It's like a big old sisterhood. And um, we're rooting for all of you. Like what Beyonce yes. say, who run the world? Girls. girls. So <laughs> girls. So on that note, we are out of here. That's episode 13. Silentio and Vivo. We'll be back next week. Same place, same time. So make sure you guys don't go anywhere. We're out of here. Hasta luego. Adios.